Welcome to the First Draft Club, a podcast to help you write your book with joy, clarity, and maybe a few coffee stains. If you're working on a novel or a memoir, whether you haven't written creatively since seventh grade English or you have an MFA in creative writing, this podcast is for you. I'm here to help you fight through resistance and finish your draft. I'm Mary Atkins. You can find my novels when you read this and privilege at your favorite bookstore. If you live in Nashville, you might run into me at the local farmer's market on a Saturday morning. I'll be the one chasing the two-year-old who's just stolen the bell that signals the start of the market. That is a true story. Each episode, I pick a favorite question from my weekly word shop, not workshop, but word shop, with my course students to answer here for you. From how to write when you aren't inspired to how to get an agent, I'll share my tools and tactics for tackling questions that all authors face as we make our way to the final page. Each episode is short. We get in and get out of my closet, literally, which is where I am recording right now, so that you can get back to your life and your manuscript. Now let's finish your book joyfully. Dear Mary, when did writing start to feel real? I know it's a bit of a hard question to explain. For me, writing feels exploratory. It feels like something I'm trying to commit to, like exercise or brown rice. It's sometimes a great rush and sometimes a struggle, but also just feels like a thing I do for a bit by myself on some nights for no obvious reason, which I guess is okay, but I'm curious. Was there a point at which it started to feel more real for you? Okay, first of all, the phrase like exercise or brown rice to me proves that you're a writer. So let's put this not real idea to rest. Um, but seriously, I, I do have a few thoughts on this. My first thought is I, w- I would want to ask if this person has a goal date. So for me, often things become real once I have a goal date, um, as in a date on which I plan to finish my draft. Um, and whether, you know, this is true for, for writing goals and for other kinds of goals. To use the brown rice example that she brought up, there's a big difference between like a vague goal of eating healthier, eating more healthily, and a goal of doing something specific, like cutting out sugar for 30 days, right? The latter is is concrete. And so it feels more real because it is, which is also why it's scarier and more daunting. Because, you know, once you have a concrete stated goal, like one that you have articulated, you also have an unavoidable way to fail at it. <laughs> so I think this is one reason why we, you know, we we give ourselves the freedom not to, to um, pursue really concrete goals because we're scared of not meeting them. But, and you know, the other side of that coin is that having a specific goal date can be very motivating and I think it can make the whole project feel more real. My second answer to this question is I think that in some ways it takes a mindset shift. Um, so I, I know this letter writer, I have read her writing, and so I know that she's a, you know, quote unquote, real writer, because I I know that her writing is fantastic. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I think you just need to, to hear someone else say that in order to take your own work seriously. 
We all need some degree of validation. And so if you're struggling with a similar uh, feeling to this writer, I would say, you know, and maybe that you need some kind of validation externally from somebody, just somebody to say, hey, I've read what you've written, whether it's a sentence or a paragraph or an entire book draft. And I think you're good at this. And I think that you have a lot of potential and I think you should keep going. So sometimes that's what we need. We need someone to tell us that that it's worth continuing. Finally, this question made me think of the children's story, The Velveteen Rabbit. If you're not familiar with it, you should look it up. It's about this stuffed rabbit that becomes real because he's so beloved by this little boy. In, in thinking about this question, I looked up The Velveteen Rabbit because I haven't thought about it in many years. So I just looked it up to be reminded of the story. And I just want to read an excerpt from The Velveteen Rabbit because... I think it's applicable here. Real isn't how you're made, said the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you. When a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you, then you become real. Does it hurt? asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you're real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like being wound up, he asked, or bit by bit? It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all, because once you're real, you can't be ugly, except to people who don't understand. So here's how I think this applies to being a writer. It doesn't happen all at once. You become. It takes time. This is why it doesn't happen to people who break it easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. The longer you write, the more you are a writer, you know, whether you feel like a fraud or not. I still feel like a fraud half of the time. I compare myself to writers who I love and I think, oh, I don't write as well as they do. Or I think, oh, I should, I should take longer. I write too quickly. I should take writing more seriously. I should contemplate my, my sentences for longer before I move on. I should be more literary. I write too fast. These are the kind of thoughts I've had. And you know, at this point, I've published two novels and, and sold three to my publisher, and I've you know, published essays and, and articles and stories and publications um, all over. So I, I'm telling you this because I'm saying despite these credentials, I still have this degree of imposter syndrome. But I'm definitely a writer. I mean, there's no question about that at this point. So Sometimes I have to remind myself that there is no literary judge deciding what kind of writing process or style or genre is the right kind or the best kind, and that I write what I want to write, which is the only way I'd ever want to be a writer in the first place, because I, I do it because I enjoy it. I love it. I'm, I'm passionate about it, even though there are times when it's really hard and frustrating and, and confusing. So those are my answers. I think setting a goal date is a tangible way of making a project feel more real. I think that 
seeking some kind of external validation if you're not already in a writing group or working with um, a writing coach or teacher. I have a lot of people I work one-on-one with. If you're interested in that, you can go to my site, Mary Atkins, that's Atkins with a D, writer.com and check out my courses and packages. Um, so getting some validation for, for your writing from someone. And then third, uh, knowing that as long as you write, you know, and the more you write, the, the more you are indisputably a writer. Uh, whether you you know feel that way all the time or not. Thanks for listening to the first draft club. Subscribe and leave a review and I will adore you forever. And if you want to submit your own questions and attend these sessions live, you can join our community of authors by going to maryadkinswriter.com. That's Adkins with a D, like donut. And if you want to attend my free masterclass on how to finish your book in five simple steps, just go to maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass. That's maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass, and you can watch it instantly. Happy writing. See you next week.